right, a recording. Master track recording. Clap. All right, DM track recording. All right, Joe's recording. Stop yelling at Don't me. Yelling at us, bro. <laughs> Alex just woke up. It's nine thirty-seven in the morning. I've been up for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going into podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of D&D 404. I'm your DM, Tony, and I got my three lovely first-time heroes. Hi. Hello. Yo, Jared, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Armos Vannon, and I uh, play a warlock. And, uh, you know, sometimes I do some good things. Sometimes I don't do some good things. Mostly, mostly bad things. Mostly bad things. And I'm Dan. I play Minis Pebblewalker of the Ivory Boulders, tiny little mini tar ranger. And I'm Alec, and I play Drill of the Ashborn, a Goliath fighter. You sound like you just woke up. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, very early in the morning in our session because he's three hours behind us. I want the audience to know I am currently wearing Dungeons and Dragons themed socks. I'm ready to go. Nice. Um, I want the audience to know I'm not wearing any socks <laughs> i'm just joking i definitely am it's cold as fuck but i thought that would sound better moving on you know the deal before we give you the recap we gotta give you the rundown and what we're plugging this week is the twitch we're plugging to twitch we're plugging to twitter holler at your boy the discord is ramping up do you guys have anything you want to plug before we get going i was gonna say the discord we got people streaming their art in there talking homebrew stuff i mean it's a good place to be if someone's streaming like homebrew creation content as we speak pretty cool stuff pretty cool stuff coming out with a lot of they're gonna stuff. hear it and be like that's me that's <laughs> me pizza bagels bro i want to plug pizza bagels check the uh check the tiktok <laughs> yeah check TikTok. the tiktok by the time this comes out i don't know how soon or close that tiktok would be but anyway we're gonna gloss over that alex said pizza bagels oh yeah alex <laughs> never um made his own pizza he says bagel. he doesn't he's not a big fan of pizza bagels or at least bagel bites i don't hate pizza bagels i i i eat authentic pizza bagels not just bagel bagels bites. covered in pizza there's a difference bagels covered in pizza <laughs> like have you ever had a bagel that's infused with tomato sauce and cheese and then what they do is they make they bake that into a physical bagel and then they put more cheese and more pepperoni on top melt it and then serve it to you like that that's what I've had. It's fucking delicious. It sounds dope. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> All right. In our last session, our heroes beat down the giant subterranean lizard as Drell slices him open. The heroes then decide to backtrack a little and find an underwater passage that led to a secret room containing some cool magic items and exotic plants. Next, the heroes continue deeper into the cave temple and come across Mero, but quickly slay them and press on. After the fight with the Mero, another large descending cavern is revealed. Midas comes across an old abandoned bridge and goes to explore. As he's exploring the bridge, rock-like tendrils snap up and grab Minus by his legs, fling him off the bridge, and now he's falling into the water with what seems to be a rock monster's mouth. Bard, play that intro, and let's get on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Before moving forward with this combat and Minus's maybe demise, I'm going to have you guys roll initiative first. 
We already rolled initiative. Yeah, we rolled initiative to to cross, right? What's your initiative from our last session? I got a 17. Mine was a two, and then it was drill. I actually don't remember. Correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, don't correct us. We'll just go with that. Reroll? Yeah, go ahead and reroll. We'll go ahead and reroll. <laughs> I got a 20. Ooh. Ooh, I got two ones in a row. Oh, my God. I got a nat 22. <laughs> Hell, yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't want to reroll. Can I take my 17? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can keep your 17. It's fine. We Thank don't God. know the continuity of it, so we'll just go ahead and reroll. Uh, I'm going to roll for this thing's turn cool all right last time last time uh i crossed the bridge safely and made it to the other side <laughs> yeah that was yeah. cool remember that guys that was awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you did yeah yeah i was totally safe slipped on some moss but made it across no oh that rhymed oh shit did i rhyme <laughs> <laughs> that's menace's new thing you walk across this stony bridge covered in twig and vine and moss and there's a large hole on the side of the bridge. It looks like something took a giant bite out of it or just collapsed over time. So it made you have to lean to one side of the wall. As you were walking halfway through, these rock-like tendrils grew out from the water below, creating splashes. This water droplets goes everywhere. It gets you kind of wet. Whipping around, they all try to grab you like they were waiting for you to cross this bridge. One of the tendrils wrap around your leg and pull you off the bridge as you failed your dexterity check. You are now currently falling. It was actually a strength check. Excuse me, it was just you failed a strength check as this tendril ripped you off the bridge. You see all these stalagmites poking through the rushing waterfall. And one of the stalagmites is much larger than the rest. Now that it's revealed itself, it has all these eyes and one giant eye at its point with little eyeballs all throughout its rocky-like body with a huge maw with teeth jutting out look like it's ready to catch you in its mouth you are heading right for it you are falling about 30 feet it's going to take a full round for you to fall as this thing is trying to pull you in on your initiative we're going to see what happens because the movement of you falling into his mouth is going to happen on your turn not his and if he eats you it's going to happen on his turn but since we roll new initiatives we're going to start off with armos and drell Armos, help! <laughs> oh, okay. Drell and Armos. I'll go fuck myself up. Armos, Drell. You are currently at the foot of the bridge as you are waiting for Menace to scout out. In the darkness, you see these rock tendrils come up and drag him down off the bridge. He could also land in the water or possibly fall on other stalagmites and get impaled by them. From where he fell, you're about good 15 feet away. I'll give you guys two minutes... To for you, since you both went on the same initiative, this works out pretty well. I'll give you guys two minutes to come up with a plan on how you want to deal with this if you think you could come up with a way to save him. And that timer is going to start right now. Uh, well, I think I'm going to shoot. I think maybe you should the, like Eldrick blast him off course of the mouth. You I know? think since the tentacle already has him, <laughs> if I grab, if I shoot the tentacle, it will knock his tentacle away and hopefully fling him in a better direction. Both of you guys give me an insight check and tell me the highest one. Well, I got a 13. Got that one. Oh boy. With a 13, you this thing looks like rock. It doesn't look like it was trying to hide. It looks like rock and it looks like it's in the ground. Okay, so it's probably stationary. I'm going to I'm going to Eldrick blast the hand or the tentacle. And then hopefully it's holding on to me. <laughs> that's holding on to him and hope that it flings him into a better direction than into its mouth. Time is up. Oh, yeah. Almost make your action. <laughs> it, it's not good. It, it, it's a miss. <laughs> you attack the tendril? Yes. Uh, I rolled a two, so I, it's, what, seven? So you shoot your bolt at the tendril, this flailing tendril, 
it doesn't hit the one that's hit, uh pulling uh minutes down you actually hit another one but you see that when the blast hits the tendril the tendril doesn't react on a seven it just kind of disperses off him you sense that it has a very tough outer shell okay cool so i'm gonna run and jump off of the bridge and i'm gonna just swing the uh, giant slayer over my head and try to cut off the the tentacle that's like pulling minutes down so just before you make that decision there are stalagmites below you and you will fall onto the stalagmites the sharp stalagmites i can't like try to avoid them you'll have to make a check to see if okay. you land in the water that's yeah, fine roll to hit <laughs> first give me a uh, athletics check with a dc 10. okay athletics <laughs> not going good guys oh shit wait oh i almost had it uh it's only a six only a six so your your attack you you over jumped and you just kind of fall off course you're not going to be in range of uh attacking him so you're gonna fall into the water uh you aim for the bushes and you hit the tree <laughs> as you jump into the water make me a dexterity saving throw of a dc 12 to see if you land on stalagmites oh that's a 19. 19 nice. you managed to land into the water into uh you see that you're going towards some sharp rock and you kind of like jostle yourself to the left a little bit to like brace for impact the rocks poking up from the water chink off your armor as it like protects your arm from getting impaled now the water is flowing downward so you are going to move and you man with a 19 you managed to catch yourself on this mound of stalagmites going up so now you're kind of like you have one arm wrapped around a rock that's poking out of the water. So he's about like 10 feet away from the monster? 15 feet away. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Okay, okay. Was this another monster? <laughs> that's a three. Three? You don't notice anything. So you look over at Minus and you see him as you go to, as you over jump, you see him falling down. There is a place with a three. You notice that there's possibly a way for him to fall into the water without getting a hurt by the stalagmites or into the mouth of this giant monster. When you're looking at the monster from your position, you notice four, ten four long tendrils that are in the air trying to pull him down. At the base of this stalagmite, you see that his body extends deep into the water, and there are about 30 more tendrils that don't quite reach as far, but all in the water, wet, uh, lashing about. It's gonna go to Minus's turn. So am I falling towards the monster? Pull me towards it. Pulling you into his mouth. Yeah, he's he's pulling you into his mouth. As you're falling, you're gonna go ahead and make me a perception check. 30, 20. Awesome. Your battle senses kick in. Sit points to something. <laughs> you're uh, <laughs> Minus is like he gives you a quick slap across the face and you snap it to the realization. Uh, 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 what? What? <laughs> you notice to the side that there is a place that you could fall safely into the water where you think there's no rocks that will potentially hurt you. You're going to go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw to see if you could kind of move out of the way with the help of your swarm to kind of push you just a little off balance to fall in this spot. Uh, um, that is a 12. That was the DC. Oh I knew it. God. I fucking knew <laughs> it. I was sweating. I was like, I hope I think it's a 12. But when I saw that's like on the a mark. single digit on that dice, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Sid is like banging against your head and out of aggravation to try to focus, you kind of like hit, try to hit him as if like somebody would hit a mosquito off their face and you move yourself out of the way and 
this tendril that kind of wrapped you around just lets up for just for a second as you unalign yourself from the mouth and you crash into the water next to him. That's going to be your turn as you start as you start to flow down this uh, water. You are now floating towards Drell, but you still have this tendril around you. It is now going to go to the creature's turn. The creature is going to now use his action to pull you in. He's going to let out three more tendrils from below the water to come wrap around you. I'm going to use my cool new mimic dice. One tendril comes up with a 16, wraps around you. Another one comes up with an eight. That one misses. You manage to kick one off. So what's happening here is that more tendrils are trying to wrap around you. The more tendrils that land and wrap around you increases the DC for the strength check you now have to make to break from his grasp. That one misses. That one hits. So now you got three tendrils on you. How many tendrils does this thing have? <laughs> a lot. So it launched six tendrils at you with one attack. A third one hits making a total of four tendrils wrap around your body. You now need to make a, a strength check of DC 14 to see if you can break free from these. If not, it's going to pull, start pulling you towards the, the creature. Armos, Drell, this ain't looking good. Hit it, fucking hit it. 18, baby. Woo, you start swinging away with your axes. Sid, get the one on the left. I got these ones. <laughs> It feels like you're just hitting stone with these axes. You're not actually hurting them, but you're catching them as they're trying to wrap around you and they're kind of wrapping around the axe and you're pulling them away. You feel like you're not penetrating the skin or the fleshy rock that covers these tendrils, but you're doing just enough for them to not wrap around you anymore. So you manage to break free. Oh, I needed that. God, I needed that. Now you start flowing. So on his turn, you move an extra five feet as you're going towards Drell. We're now going to start the next initiative. So now we're going to go up to Armos and Drell. You guys decide what you guys want to do. I was planning on just shooting it right in the beady little eye. Because I can see it, right? Or no? You can see can it. See so eye? the part that has the giant mouth and all these eyes. So it has a bunch of little eyes and one main eye. And it has all these tendrils rising up from the water. Let's paint the picture of your current situation real quick before you start blasting. Why don't you just blast them? <laughs> you're, you're at the start of this bridge that is gapping this uh, chasm of many waterfalls. The staircase to get down safely is on the other end of this bridge, okay? There is a creature with all these tendrils currently having this bridge unlocked. You would have to make a full dash action to maybe try to outrun these tendrils. Could you guys tweet Tony and ask him why he has such a fascination with tentacles? Oh, dude, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, and it was totally like not planned. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. some conscious. What was a fraudulent slip? Tentacle hentai. It's great. You should look it up. Uh, fraudulent, <laughs> fraudulent. You're you're doing the bad, bad, bad. I don't know the guys there. Freudian, 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 slip. Freudian, Freudian slip. slip. I can make credit card fraud on the weekends. It's another fraudulent slip. Um, so <laughs> go ahead and give me a perception check. Seven. You don't see a safe spot where you looks like you could jump over this bridge and land in the water safely. But what you do notice is that. There are broken wood stone pillars that have collapsed in itself on this bridge. And you notice there's a chain leaning off the side of the bridge to your right. If you needed to, you think you could probably use that chain to lower yourself to get into the water and stay close to the uh, cavern wall. Those tentacles, do I feel like I'm in danger of being touched by those? In your current position, you standing. don't think it would try to reach for you at the moment, especially with these two so close. Perfect. To you. Then I don't think I need to move anywhere. Matter of fact, I could move back one step and still hit the damn thing. 
<laughs> Lost the marbles! Lost his son of a bitch! <laughs> I don't know what knocking it back 10 feet is going to do, but... Probably nothing. <laughs> if it does something, that would be great. That 20 incoming, let's, let's go. Let's do it! Yeah, That's a 19. Did I hit it? The blast hits... In the face? The blast hits his, like, main body. It quickly disperses as the magic breaks on his rocky body. I didn't hit it in the eye? You did not, not with, the, with the 19, you did not hit it in the eye. And it doesn't do any damage? No. What? It's my one thing. <laughs> it's my one thing. <laughs> it's immune to everything. <laughs> I look at Reginald and I'm just like hands up in the air, like what the Reginald goes, um shrug. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you out. I'll throw you a little I'll throw you a little, a little line. Reginald uh pokes your ear. You go, bah, bah, check that book. Check the book. Check the book that you got with all the weird little creatures in it. Ah. Uh... Okay. So I open up my Free action monster book. <laughs> so with your free action and bonus action, you whip out this um, book. Now, for anybody that's may have forgotten, because I know they definitely forgot, uh, back in the cabin where the giant snake was and um, where they met uh, Jackable Sinky, um, where they helped Kemi Joe, they were searching through this cabin that may have belonged to a wizard and almost found a book that had a bunch of creatures in it. Now, this was an item that he could use and potentially find maybe some insight on what he's fighting if whoever wrote this came across one of these. Go ahead and give me an arcana check to see if you could quickly find... No, not an arcana check. I'm sorry. An investigation Please check. Please be arcana check. No, because I'm magical. Go ahead and give me an investigation an investigation check to see if you could quickly find a monster that resembles this creature that you're fighting here. Um, with a DC 12, if you roll okay. higher, you'll find something that may resemble this monster <laughs> we're just like waiting whatever to it is i fucking crushed it because i got uh intelligence i got a 19. 19 so you flip it through the book and you you come across a page of a bunch of rocks that resemble this thing um it doesn't have the same amount of eyes it looks like a very crude drawing with a bunch of arrows pointed to it one of the arrows is pointing to its whole body and has like all these tentacles coming up and with a note that says very hard surface and a guy has like an axe on it like as you see like a little stick figure with a guy with an axe like with a frowny face as he looked like he just tried to hit it uh <laughs> and it's not doing anything you also see little drawings of other creatures that kind of look like stalagmites but rather than him being on the floor you see them on the ceiling and it says look up not alone uh -oh. next and in the last note you see like another bullet point it points to the bottom of this monster and it looks like it has little tiny spider legs on it and it says Ugh. can move when least suspect and with that we'll end your turn and we're gonna go over to drell's initiative real quick for those that don't know we actually have our cameras on with the dice and jared and i were just sitting there looking at his 17 <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for tony like, to yeah. finish never say the roll until i tell you what the dc is because i'm I actually know. we were just cocky yeah we were cocky just waiting yeah. you want me to do, you want me to use strength because i'll use strength i promise <laughs> oh you want me to do a minus one and then you're like a dc of 12 i'm like <laughs> there's no way i can fail this so drell it's now your initiative Okay, so I don't have to like try to grab him as he's like floating past me. He's he's already made it to the area. Yeah, there's like a rock that he grabbed onto. He's about five feet away from you. Okay. So you could definitely give him like a help action and bring him closer to you if you want. No, nah, yeah, all right. Uh, so what I think I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, what, what I want to really do. Help! Drown! I'm drowning. <laughs> is uh, I want to try to like pull out like some rope and try to see if I can 
like lasso that bitch over to the other side and then that way we can like pull ourselves across the water like easier than like trying to swim yeah you can definitely you can definitely attempt to do something like that yeah okay cool but for you to take out a rope and throw it that's gonna take your action yeah okay yeah go ahead roll me a um acrobatics yeah okay okay you know okay. if you were proficient okay. in sleight of hand or what about if what about like athletics isn't he just rolling to like hit something on the side isn't it more of just like rolling to hit like having the accuracy to like throw a lassoed rope to or, a or throw it far yeah you can argue both it's if you were I'm if you arguing the one that's <laughs> plus four for me if you were proficient <laughs> in sleight of hand i would let you use that stat a kind dm oh. would let you use athletics <laughs> it is athletics <laughs> it's athletic as fuck okay athletics check yeah <laughs> all right He's just up the DC. <laughs> he just, yeah. <laughs> this will be an eight. This is this this DC will be an eight. Oh go. no! Oh, I got the eight, dude. <laughs> I got the eight. I got a four plus four. Shout out athletics, I was bro. Sweating when I oh saw your roll. God. <laughs> Ooh, close one. You uh, successfully lasso and throw it over to grab another rock that's close to the staircase, so you can pull yourself and not get carried away. So I'll let you move half that speed. So it's about 20 feet or so. Now that you guys are swimming. Oh, this is another thing. I looked up swimming because I was like, you know, moving 30 feet is kind of fast in the turn when you're swimming. What you're doing yeah. before was so kind of ridiculous, I it thought. It works even, even as, a as like prone swimming. <laughs> um, I still don't fully understand it because the way they word it is like yeah. super weird. Rather than saying you move half your movement, they're like, you move one foot per movement speed minus them, whatever. So swimming, yeah, you move half speed in the water. And if you're totally encumbered, you move like, we'll say like five to 10 feet. So you're gonna be able to pull yourself and you start making your way over to the staircase. That will be your turn. We're gonna go ahead and move over to Minus's initiative, Minus. All right, so I'm free at this point. I'm gonna, I see Drell do this. I'm like, ah, hey, smart thinking Drell. And I'm just gonna try and do like- Do you? Perception check. No, <laughs> perception check. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and like go over to the stairs as well. Okay. Being so close, I won't have you roll to see if you like grab onto him. Uh, being a large man as he is, you like grab onto his uh, body and you hug his waist. Drill <laughs> kicks him away. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> There's something on me. <laughs> no, it's me. It's me. <laughs> his swarm doesn't like the water very much, so it's like climbing onto Drill's bald ass head and like holding on for dear life. <laughs> Where do we get to the wall? Like over here? Yeah, so that stone wall on that's hugging the cave wall, those are actually steps. Can I use my turn to climb up with the rope or no? Make me an acrobatic check. Ooh. That's gonna be a 19. Yeah, you climb right over him. You step on his head with your boot as you climb onto the steps. Great thinking trail. <laughs> I like accidentally step in your mouth. <laughs> my hoof. We are gonna go to the creatures initiative. Oh, I love this stat block so much. Oh, as a DM, it makes me so happy. Oh, great. Oh, it makes me so happy because this thing has an incredible reach of 25 feet per tendril. Wait, was that my full turn? That Just was getting your, up? Yeah. Really? Get it, so getting up and moving over. Well, what could you what could you do on your action? I don't know, I'm just gonna throw a bullet at it. <laughs> Wouldn't do anything, but Well you could you could save your action, right? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna save my action to dodge just in case. I'm just gonna do a dodge action. You read the player's manual. Reading a dodge action. I'm well, so you think happy. I haven't been reading. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> proud. I'm so proud of you. He readies a, a dodge action in case something happens. Disadvantage on their attacks against me, bitch. Drill. 
Mm -hmm. It is going to launch six tendrils at you to try to grab you. Yep. That's a nat one. That's a 15. Uh, 15 plus. Wow. That's a 23 to hit. What this the is... fuck? Yep. You guys are level three now. Shit doesn't fucking hit low. Shit has buffs. Uh, that's a 26. Everything's got buffs but us, And guys. a 14, so you got two tendrils on it. Wow, okay. I give you the giant. <laughs> I lost a die. I know. <laughs> Wait, one was a nat one. One was a 23. And what was the other one? Damn it. That was part of a set. Oh, it landed in my hoodie pocket. Wow, that's so convenient. The other one was uh, a 14. Misses. Yeah, misses. That's a six. Misses. 13. And misses. then that, that mode misses too. So you got two tendrils that now wrap around your feet. So now you need to make a strength check of a DC with a DC eight. So essentially every tendril adds four to this DC. Oh, That's how I'm doing it. Tendril. Otherwise, I think this thing might actually eat you. If I can get out of that, you can drill. You're a lot stronger than I am. Would you say it's a saving throw? It is a saving throw. It's a strength oh, saving throw. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God, what'd you get? I rolled a two. Oh my oh. God, bro. Plus six <laughs> is an eight. So I fucking, I wow. got it. Dude. Wow. <laughs> this guy has plus four to every strength roll. And he like, I don't, I don't understand how you have, switch the dice out, bro. <laughs> Clearly not on your side. <laughs> Dude, I know. <laughs> yeah, so you managed to break away. You kick, uh, you kick the tendrils off. Drill, you managed to pull yourself onto the steps and I'll move over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Minus moves over a little bit. It is now going to go up to Armos and Drell's turn. So we'll start with Armos because Armos is still on this uh, bridge. Living the life. So, but we're going to, you know, walk over and not jump into the water, right? <laughs> Armos, the water is actually pretty refreshing. I feel refreshed. This monster can't reach me. It's basically just sitting there. Can't do nothing. If I cast True Strike, my next turn, I could have advantage on attack. I think I could get it. And I still could move. You rolled a nat 17. You need like a 18 or 19, maybe. So I'll cast True Strike, and I'll be ready to... So I'll get advantage next turn. So then I'm going to be in the water, and I'll have to do a dexterity saving once I'm in there, right? Is what you said? Just so you know, True Strike is a concentration spell. So you'll be able to do this, but if you fail any checks while doing it, You'll also be making a saving, um, given the severity of the situation, the rapid water. If you're going to be concentrating on the beast to try to get this next opportunity attack off, you're going to be rolling your dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you're not focused on it. You're focusing on the beast. This episode needs to be titled Armos vs. the Indestructible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Provided that that's spelled. So go ahead and make your move. So when you go down this chain, while focusing on the beast. While pointing at it. Don't forget. I have to keep pointing at it. Yeah, you have to point at it. Just, fuck that. This fucking weird-ass flavor. No. Um, Extend your finger and point it at a target in range. Uh, he's like... The man not, wants to point, you let him point. Look, I'm giving him the the, the two eyes with the, with the fingers. Pointing is rude, dude. <laughs> he's sliding down the chain like a fireman's pole and pointing. <laughs> he's going down on this chain Terminator 2 style as he's pointing at dun, his dun, beast. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. Like Terminator dun, is going dun, dun, into dun, dun, dun. the lava. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. So this guy gets to for free do a Terminator 2 slide, <laughs> but I have to run. I have to roll a athletics check to see no, if I just make jump over no. the fucking oh no he's about to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage bud because oh. he's concentrating on a spell yeah while holding on to a chain over a rapid waterfall with one hand you know what way better than doing uh acrobatics check just saying or athletics check 
for sure actually witness no this should be acrobatics yeah so you're doing a check here a acrobatics check dc 10. acrobatics come on dice 60. Woo! you nice. slide down this chain into the water while your hands <sighs> fully extended reginald's freaking out holding on to your horn standing on your head like, whoa, 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 get whoa, get like the water and holding on to your <laughs> horns for dear life um you managed to sid's laughing at reginald <laughs> you're next you're next <laughs> he yells over the cabin uh you managed to make it into the water at the bottom and you're kind of balancing on like some rocks that are just barely poking through as you're holding on to this chain that'll be your movement action while still pointing at the fucking guy while still pointing at the thing <laughs> it's the the all of the eyes on the creature start squinting at you <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just picture instead of me pointing, uh, it's me doing the two fingers in my eyes, the two fingers to him, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The entire time, I'm like doing this like ridiculous movement. All of his countless tendrils rise from the water to poke at his eyes and back at you. Even the monster knows <laughs> something's about to happen. Uh, so I guess we see Armos like plop into the water. Da 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 da. <laughs> Can I um, just kind of throw him a rope so he can just try to grab it as he's like floating down the river? From where you are to where he is, that's a solid 60 feet plus that you can get. You can get, And you also have to throw it over this large mound of like rock that's kind of showing itself as like a column in between you two. So for you to make this, you would have to throw a rope at hella disadvantage. All right. Uh, so so I, what is that? Another athletics check? That would be an athletics check, yeah. All right. Lower one is a 14. You lasso this rope and you start to wind it up and you hurl it over the giant chasm of water that is rushing between you and your friend. I use the word friend loosely. <laughs> Manages to bink off one of the stalagmites off another one and make it through the other side. The rope lands on another rock and as you tug it, you feel it that it's secure. You don't see exactly where it landed, but it definitely didn't land where you wanted it to land. But from what you can see where almost is and where you're tugging from, you feel like it's somewhere nearby. Close enough. That could still possibly help. Exactly. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then I guess that's really all I can do right now. Okay. Yeah. You're not much. hurt, are you, uh, Menace? I'm kind of hurt but i i'm doing fine now that i'm out of it was being in that situation was the worst part thank goodness i did well in my checks because i would have been worse for wear okay all right then yeah oh i forgot an interesting fact uh oh i know exactly what he's going to talk about because we didn't talk about i it. didn't talk about it. i totally forgot that Ormos is exhausted <laughs> yeah oh. i just remembered that he has a point of exhaustion in our last episode from almost drowning. Uh, Fuck, I forgot. So what that does is just give disadvantage on all checks. He's still passed. He's still passed. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. I'm just so to be glad you, there's no such thing as super disadvantage. Well, so I was going to ask, does he? so there's no such thing as like having to roll three dice or anything? No. That's a cool homebrew rule. Wow, 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 wow. A kind DM, a kind DM wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So do your worst DM. It is now going to, no, it's just going to move to Menace's initiative. Oh, first I just want to look around and see if there are more around. Make me a perception check. 
11. As you look around, you can see him through like this valley of stalagmites. Like I said, there's a lot on the floor. Some of them peek through the, um, there's a lot in the water. So some stalagmites stick out more than others, but you do not notice with an 11, you don't notice anything uh, else moving in the water, but you hear something shuffling above you. Oh God, I look up. <laughs> when you look up, given the height of the cavern is now that you've been descending, the cavern has not descended with it. So you only see darkness above you, even with the torch. Actually, you don't even have a torch out right now, but what's given the cavern light is like uh, Armos's, well, like Armos's lantern and Drell's lantern that he has on his side, kind of reflecting off the rocks and stalagmites and minerals, kind of illuminating some parts of a dark cave. Refraction, I love that word, refraction. <laughs> so you just see like yellows and blues and oranges up there, but you don't see anything of shape, but you hear something shuffling about. Drill, keep your eyes to the ceiling, all right? Mm -hmm. Something's up there. Will you, will you see something? I hear something. I don't know what it is, but we might got another one. I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> can I see this thing or no? From what, what shuffling? The one, no, the one I already... You can still see uh, the creature 35 to 40 feet away from you. I'm gonna throw a net at it to kind of get its tendrils all twisted. Okay, you, you can you can do that. You only, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna set this DC high. I'm not gonna set it with disadvantage, but the DC is high because it's 40 feet, it's about 40 feet away and you're throwing it through all these other stalagmites that are kind of in the way. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think I hit it. The DC is a 15. Ah, uh, I don't think it's that important that I want to use an inspiration die on it. So I think I'm just going to miss. So what'd you roll? 12. A 12? Yeah. So as you go to throw this net, it you fall short as you didn't quite give it enough oomph that it needed to throw uh, this net upwards towards it. So it kind of lands among the other rocks it was hiding. Well, off. I tried and I go down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me a perception check. A new one? Yep. As you walk down the stairs. Did I mention I'm stealthing down the stairs? <laughs> Give me a stealth check. Great. That is a 21. You are convinced without a shadow of doubt that you are the sneakiest little calf in this room. <laughs> whatever anything may be, whatever may be down there expecting anything, you are certainly not going to expect a tiny cow. So I go, uh, I go about 20 feet down the stairs. So when, as you go down the stairs, the stairs wraps around the wall. So you're stealthing down the stairs, okay? Hugging this cavern wall. As it turns and it goes, um, you walk down one last waterfall, short little waterfall. The cavern room begins to open up wider. As you notice, uh, the first thing you notice is this huge gargantuan tree in the middle of the cavern room that all of its roots are embedded into this giant uh, black stone pedestal and even deeper into the ground where the roots go under the water. You also see along the cavern walls, all these roots uh, that are going in and out of the cracks of the, of the cave walls. The giant tree that's in the center is going all the way up to the ceiling and through the ceiling. You can guess that the tree you saw protruding outside the temple, this is the base of that tree. Are you leaving the foot of the steps? No, I, should I be here if I want to? I want to be like at the foot of the steps. So if you're at the foot of the steps and try to peer around. Waiting for my friends. It's about 15 feet down. That's where you're looking around. 
15, what was the perception okay. check you got again? Eight. Eight perception check. You're totally uh, enthralled by this giant tree that's in the center of this room. The room okay. opens wide, and you also hear sounds of another waterfall, but it looks like all the water that's in this room that's rushing down is landing here, calming a bit, so it's not, like, going to carry you away. The uh, water looks a little more shallow here, as you can see more stone to walk on. And at the other end of the room, to the left of the giant massive tree, you see the outline of another cave where it looks like the water is slowly, gently uh, flowing to that one spot. All right, that's my turn. Yeah, now it's going to go to the creature's turn. So you are in the water now. Armos, give me a perception check. Nah, dirty 20. Armos, you look up and you see this stone gently falling on top of you but the stone is moving like a jellyfish as you see large tendrils, about four of them, float down as you're in the water. Oh God. <laughs> as it comes, as it starts floating down gently, they was trying to sneak up on you. It notices that you notices it and it slams down. It like suddenly stops floating and uses all of its weight to try to slam down on top of you. It gets a 10. It just barely misses you. Uh. And it slams into the wall next to you to try to crush you. You still maintain concentration because it missed. That's gonna be its turn. The creature by the bridge is not in range to hit you with its tendrils. Yeah. So it's gonna pass as it kind of just eyes you as it goes. I'm eyeing it back giving it a stare down. <laughs> a, a, a tumbleweed floats by. I don't know. A seaweed weed. We are now. Yeah. That music's not in there on this episode. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> we could go to the top of the round. Almost, you have this creature that looks similar to the beast you've just been pointing at under the water you're not sure how deep it is but it's definitely below you but you do not see it you're still maintaining concentration on this creature by the bridge what are you doing <laughs> i think we know <laughs> i'm a blast it he's gonna use his crossbow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna use my crossbow <laughs> jared has so many t-shirt <laughs> phrases now his next one is i'm a blast it <laughs> <laughs> okay Ro uh roll to hit so that was a dirty 20. And that was 13. Roll for damage. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I rolled a two. So I did five. The blast goes right towards its mouth as he tries to close his mouth quickly. But you happen to get it right inside before he's able to shut his mouth, doing five points of damage as he's a little hurt and he's, his many eyes wince just a little bit. I shot it in the mouth instead of its eye? Yes. Ooh. Did I knock it back? No. With an arcana check, could he use it to push himself back through the water? How, how, well, how, I'm how, kidding, how, I'm kidding. How, how, would a, how would an arcana check make him move backwards? Well, because since he has that invocation, he could kind mm -hmm. of reuse the spell to transfer mm. that specific energy at his I just cast it in of, a different different way yo i'm not gonna lie though that was a good ass fucking explanation dan that was that was some good shit bro i like i like the attempt so then i'm gonna go i'm gonna grab the or look for the rope make me a perception check to see if you can notice yeah. it two dice unfortunately yeah you have to roll uh, with disadvantage d8 <laughs> uh dc8 okay i got an 11. oh 
Nice. You know, you noticed this rope as it came uh, from the other side. If you didn't notice it, you would have to use a search action for it. So you can use your movement speed to get to the rope and you'll be able to grab it in time. Pull me in, boys. Drill already, like when he threw it, he felt something firm and he thought that was Armos pulling onto it. So Drell already pulled it in. The rope's <laughs> not even there anymore. <laughs> we, we are going to move to Drell's initiative. You can see Armos. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, once I hear him yell, pull me in, I'm just going to just gonna go to see if I can just pull him as fast as I can. You go ahead, you yoink Yo, I'm him. skipping the water. You yoink him, yeah. <laughs> like a skip a rock on a, on a compound, Armos is like, uh, uh, he's uh, like uh, I'm pulling him so fast, he like gets pulled up like he's water skiing. Yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our, um, Reginald is getting bobbed in the water. Like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And he jumps onto the staircase at first chance. I let the guys know, oh, guys, there was a whole nother rock thing that tried to Mario stomp me out there. All right, well, let's get the fuck out of here. And Drill goes 30 feet oh, down. Tell us a check to see you know what Mario is with the disadvantage. Are <laughs> you trying to understand the concept of a Nintendo 64 in high fantasy? Oh, oh my God, I got a tw nat 20 and a 17. Yeah. Do I know what Mario is? Hey, <laughs> he knows what the Goomba stomp is. He's got it. Yeah. So Drill's going to start working their way down the staircase towards Menace. You just walking down there? Yeah. <laughs> Question mark. I follow behind and use Drell's cover. <laughs> Drell, Drell, did you get Armos? I pop my head out on the out of the side of Drell. I'm right here, bud. Finger guns. <laughs> yes, finger guns back. <laughs> you make it to the bottom of the stairs where Minus is. We're gonna hold on to your initiatives, but we're gonna say you're out of combat right now. Given the distance you just put between this creature. And you believe it was stationary? Okay, so when Armos looked at his book, he looks at it again, and he sees the word sketch it to the page, Hunter. So it's probably not going to give up its hunting ground. Drell, as you walk down the stairs, not trying to stealth or anything, you notice the tree that is almighty in this room. It is clearly the focal point as it is rooted into this black, uh, dark stone as like a pedestal as its roots wrap around the stone and then crest into the water deep down. The water is no longer rushing or forcing you to go anyway, but it still covers your feet like the rest of the cave. As all the water crashes down from the waterfalls behind you, it starts to gently flow into this cave tunnel uh, that looks like it's just beyond the tree to your left. As you walk into the room, behind you from your left, a harpoon flies and just whizzes behind your head in between uh you and menace so menace they like it, the the harpoon flies in between the two of you and lands uh on the other side some of the hair on my tail comes off <laughs> <laughs> when you look to your left there are another three marrow waiting for you to come out as they overheard all the commotion that just transpired two of them have their harpoons out one of them just threw it but you know it's like a little rope on the end of it as he starts to reel it back. It's now gonna go back to initiatives, keeping the same initiatives you just had from the last fight, and we're just gonna carry that over. So it's gonna start at Armos. Hey. So Armos, it is now your initiative. You're right behind Menace. You notice these three Mero to your left as they try to sneak attack Drell. What are you doing? So I take the furthest one from me, and I'm gonna uh, blast and try to hit it away. So you go ahead and look at the furthest one. He has a harpoon in his hand. The closest one does not. So I have to roll disadvantage. Ooh, I got a 15. You don't have to roll disadvantage. No, just checks because you're so tired. Oh, one checks. Yeah, so oh, what'd you get? Oh, 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 oh. So then I got a 24. Hits. Oh, baby. 
Oh, sh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice Jesus, damage. I'm rolling like, a, like an <laughs> absolute monster today. Um, oh, that's a, oh, that's a nine. What's the Ooh, 12. 12 Baby. points of damage as you oh, hit this first Baby. one and knock them back into the second one. They are, because they're so close, uh, within five feet of each other, you move them back. The first one hits the second one and they get knocked prone in the same square. So they are both on the floor. So remember, the marrow are these snake-like beasts. They don't have legs. They're just, their bottom torso, the bottom half of their body is this long snake cobra-like tail. They have like normal arms. Their, their chest is covered in scales and shell, like the shell type armor from things they gathered from the sea. They have these sea serpent-like snouts and they have very uh, dragon-esque eyes with long, with a long fin that trails down their spine like spikes. Reginald goes, oh, good, 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 good. That was awesome. It was awesome. He's like petting you on the head, giving you congratulations. All my little rock monsters clap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to paint the picture since I'm behind Drell. I wind up my ability and uh, I casted it in between his legs. And then in that way, it looks like it came from, you know, my dick, his lower half. Drell on three thrust. <laughs> We're gonna now move over to Drell's initiative. <sighs> All right, um, Drell wants to grab one of the harpoons attached to a rope, pull it as hard as he can towards him. And then once the snake like starts flying at him, he's gonna just fucking try to headbutt him. Yeah, go ahead, give me an uh, athletic check. All right, all right. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I like that idea. That's cool. Uh, that's a 23. Ooh, this thing. So this thing was on top of another one. As you yank him with mighty giant strength, and he goes flying at you. Um, roll <laughs> to hit, and then you're going to do 1d6 bludgeoning damage with your skull. And that's going to be nine points of damage. Ooh, you just headbutt this thing. <laughs> this thing comes flying. Like, <laughs> As he meets with your with your noble, mighty stone mountain head, as he uh, break his nose and he falls back down, uh, doing another nine points of damage. Nice. This thing is looking very messed up, uh, as he's just kind of lying in the water, a bit stunned for a second. You could do anything else in your turn. You have a move action. You have a free action. Uh, no, that's it. I'm just gonna. We're gonna move to Menace's initiative. Menace. Yep. Great idea, Drell, and I go to attack the one he just pulled. That is a 24. Ooh, that hits. You have advantage, by the way, because this thing is prone. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, all right, same thing. <laughs> Seven points of damage, Ooh. and then I'm going to hit him again with my swarm, and that's three points of damage. Ooh. You kill, steal, and son of a bitch. Go ahead and finish him. <laughs> as he starts falling uh i like s my rock monsters like my little rock lights like i do like a retro slide like a guitar slide and slice under it as it's dropping from drill <laughs> okay i'm like great idea drill one for me <laughs> you slay this beast and he is out as you just delivered a fatal blow right to his neck as uh your swarm just off goes, bah, 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 bah. so now there's two left and it is going to go to their turn. One of the marrows gets up, uses half his movement, gets up, swims over. He's able to do that to where the other one just was. We'll just go ahead. He's going to go ahead and make an attack on Drell. He's going to hit you with the harpoon or going to try to. That is a 14 that misses. He's going to make another attack with one of his claws. 17 plus six. Ooh, so you got a 23. So he hits you with one of his claws. He does. No, that's not too bad. 
eight points of damage as he slashes you from up from the chest and catches you by the chin. To who? To you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this thing just uppercutted you with his claws. Minus just goes, ow. <laughs> like on the side. <laughs> the next one is going to go and he's going to come out of cover to kind of take the lead of the other Mary's going to come up. He's going to do the same thing to menace. Yeah, finally. Fuck. <laughs> get out of here. Don't they have the to hog... use an action to get up since they were prone? Half their movement. That one was not. You guys are really um... close. This thing, these things hid around the corner because they overheard you and they were trying to ambush you. The harpoon is a uh, 16. Yep. That hits. And the claws are, oh, yeah, another 16. They yeah, roll yeah. two knights. So he stabs Ow. you with the he smacks you with the harpoon across the chest, and as you're kind of whiplashing, he comes around with his claw and slashes you back, dealing five points of damage with the claw as he scratches you across the face, and the harpoon hits you for seven points of damage. Not looking good. That's gonna be the end of their initiative. It's gonna go back up to Armos and Drell. Armos. All right, the one that's right in front of uh, Drell. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast it and just barely misses. Oh. Ah, it was a near miss. It was a near hit as the Eldritch Blast goes right past this. I was feeling really confident and the way that I casted it is that I jumped out from behind Drell and threw it, <laughs> just feeling very confident and I end up just falling on my face over here. Uh, one step to my left as I miss. Hey, listen, it's okay, but three strikes is an out. Three strikes is an out. You're good. You're good. You just won. It's just one. <laughs> uh, as Reginald prepares any uh, type of uh, attack on your shoulder, he's kind of like, he's trying to do everything he can to stay out of the water. So I am going to completely expose Armos and move in front of Minus. Uh, so I'm going to like get in between Minus and both of the... Yeah, so for this to happen, because they're like right next to each other, they're in pretty much... They're melee combat right now. They're exchanging uh, parries and, and, and attacks at the moment. So you would have to stand like right over him because of how close they are. So you really won't yeah, that's fine. get in the way. But yeah, you can still do that. Okay. And then, so I'm going to turn around. I'm going to look at Menace and be like, don't worry, man, I got this. And I'm going to use Rally as a bonus action. Cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I only gave you one extra health. So nice. Now he's got eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, where's his... Kiss an Aunt Dory's kiss. Kisses the top of his head. I'm at six. <laughs> and then I'll go ahead and just attack. Oh, that is going to be a nine to hit. That misses as you okay. slash down. And then I'm going to use an action surge. Sick. Nice. Good idea. And that's going to be an 11 to hit. That just misses. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. It's always the action surge. Dude, my action surge never works. I don't think I've seen your action surge hit before. It sucks because it's such a good ability that you just I hate know. to see it with. Um, oh. Yeah, it, unfortunately, it misses as you're uh, swinging angrily at this marrow. Um, it's then going to pass to Minus's initiative. Minus. I'm going to scramble back. I'll be like, uh... Oh, you take care of this, Drell, and I, I move about 15 feet away from Drell and these little snake creatures, and I cast Fairy Fire. So each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in a blue, green, or violet light, my choice. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in that light 
if they fail a dexterity saving throw, then for the duration of the spell, we get advantage on them and they cast dim light in a 10 foot radius. Yeah. All right. This is a concentration spell and lasts for up to one round. So they have to be an 11. They fail. Nice. Yeah. These things are glowing bright, uh, gradient colors and illuminates the cave a little bit more as they look as they look around they're trying to like wipe the colors off their body but they just keep glowing <laughs> it is going to move to the Mero's initiative uh they're a little bit distracted for a second but they notice um menace has took uh, disengaged and ran backwards and they just noticed drill in front of him so they're both going to start swiping at drill the one that doesn't have the harpoon is going to bite and slash he's going to get a 15 that misses and the bite lands with a eight with a 17? Uh, 17 does hit, yeah. Okay. He hits you. He bites you on your arm for five points of damage. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to fucking repost his ass then and fucking hit him back. Sure. Uh, and I get advantage on him, right? You get an advantage. Every yes, fire. It's going to be 12 to hit. That misses. This thing bites you as you try to repost, but like it digs his teeth in. Uh, deep. This thing, uh, the marrow digs his teeth in just a little bit deeper as he sees you try to cock a fist back and uh, you you whiff. So the second one's going to go. He's going to do the same move and he's going to try to bite and he's going to try to slash and harpoon. The harpoon misses with a four plus it's uh, which makes it a 10, which is a miss. The slash hits with a 22. It's going to hit you with three points of damage as he slices across your chest. And the uh, on that initiative, the other one lets go with his bite. Uh, he's not trying to like grapple you or anything. We are now going to go back to the top of the round. Move over to Armos's initiative. Armos. It should be easier to hit now, Armos. Get him. I know. Can I use the uh, staircase as cover? Is it high enough? Sure. Bro, I'm standing right in front of them. I don't think you have to take any cover. Well, I, I know. Just in case, I'm feeling exposed. I'm going to move back to where they both line up in front of me, and I'll attack the one closest to me. Oh. Seven advantage. Okay. Oh, that's more like it. Uh, two. <laughs> yeah. Very fireman. It's great. And then I, I hit him with six points of damage. Nice. So after winding up, casting the spell, I go on a full sprint back over to the uh, the staircase to to get cover. Awesome. Cover. So the guy gets pushed just like before. Gets pushed onto the other marrow. They both get knocked thrown. Um, since he was there to kind of catch it. Drell, it is now your initiative. You got two marrow in front of you that are both collapsed on the floor, laying prone. Fairy fired up. Come on, show us that good stuff, baby. Show Come us that on. good stuff, baby. Here you go. Well, uh, first, first thing I'm going to do is second wind as a bonus action. <laughs> and, <laughs> sure. And that's going to be seven HP back. Thank you. All right, now I'm going to just, you know, look down at him and be like, what's up, little guys? <laughs> and I'm just going to fucking, uh, that'll work. That's <laughs> 21 to hit. That hits. That's 13 points of damage. Nice. Ooh. The hurt one is now looking even more hurt as you just, as you drive this giant butcher sword into his stomach. Ah, uh, and he lets out some blood, squeeze out some blood from his mouth. So that one's kind of trapped underneath your sword for the moment. The other one is like looking at him and it's kind of, you notice that when you come down with this giant butcher cleaver, it looks at the hurt one and that kind of makes a look suggesting towards the cave for a second. So now it's going to move to Minus's initiative. Minus, what are you doing? Well, I'm inspired by that hit. So I drop my torch, take out my other ax. Uh, I'm gonna attack the one that's not hurt. 
Eh, that's gonna be a 19 to hit. Eh, I guess that hits. I guess, I guess <laughs> that hits. Hey. <clears throat> so that's gonna be uh, eight points of damage. Ooh. And right. then I'm going to use my swarm against this guy that I just hit. Uh, oh, nice, another six points of damage. Ooh. So that's 14 points of damage on that one, and I'll use my bonus action attack with my other hand axe on the one that is injured. Wow, even with advantage, that misses. <laughs> Ooh, so even on the floor. So with your offhand, you go to swipe at the other one, and you miss as you hit the cold, stony ground below the water. Splash. Psh. I was going to say, yo, Minus is like wheeling and dealing over here. You guys, for as much shit as I talk on Rangers, these fucking improving. <laughs> you get Rangers you are guys. good now, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised they didn't KS that, uh, that one that's already damaged. I'm surprised they didn't go for that one first. <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> I want to put you guys in the best position, though. So that both of the arrows get up. One is looking really messed up and is bleeding. The one that is really messed up looks over to the one that's a little healthier, but still attacked. So he has like a terrible gash across his sea serpent face and he's breathing a little heavy. The one that's really hurt notices that it has a really bad gash along its tail. As it looks down, it looks back to the other one and gives him a nod. The really hurt one is going to uh, look back at you, Minus. Noble creature, hit me, hit me. <laughs> With, and you hear like this sea serpent hissing uh, exhale breath of him accepting his fate and is going to lunge at you and do another attack the other one is going to use his move action to make uh, a dash uh where he's going the water looks like it gets a bit deeper but he didn't quite just make it in this turn just yet but it looks like he's about to dive into the water the other one's going to hit menace lunges at him in a desperate attack i salute adrell <laughs> i'm probably about to go down the bite lands with a 24 and the claw <laughs> swipes uh 12. nope so he he misses with the claw and he lunges at you with the bite as he does minus has his eyes closed saluting <laughs> two points of damage and they just get scratched goes huh <laughs> uh he tries to go for the jugular but ends up biting your shoulder ow 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 uh, as ow. they kind of latches onto you for a second trying to eat you it's now going to move to armos and drell's initiative so armos go ahead and take the lead i'm gonna run up enough and i'm gonna cast witch bolt we'll see what happens yeah 18. it's so it's gonna do eight points of damage lightning coming out of my fingers shocking this guy nice double damage because it's in water <laughs> right right <laughs> uh no. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is as it's trying to use all of its might to keep going forward but this thing is, you can see the sizzle from the lightning that's crackling from your fingers. And Reginald's getting hyped up. He's like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, baby. This is what I'm talking about. And he's like ripping your horns tight as he's like on your head, getting amped up. We're going to move to Drell's initiative. Oh, get him off me, Drell. Ow, ow. I'll be like, no, man, don't worry, little buddy. You got this. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm going to use another rally point. Try to give him some health. <laughs> All right, that's five HP back to me. Nice. Oh, fuck. I just hit my camera. And then um, I'm going to try. Can I reach this? Uh, the, the farther one trying to run away? You can. You will take an attack of opportunity. That's fine. Fuck <laughs> it. Fuck that's it. Right. So I'm going to run over to this bitch. And yeah. Hold on. He's going to go ahead yep. and try yep. to slash at you. 
Uh, 15. Oh, uh, that misses. Fuck that guy. You just run right past him. You flip him off as you do. You stiff too. arm him. And, uh, yeah. He's still biting me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna, yeah. I'll be like, no, I'm innocent. It's all right, man. You got this. Yeah, this thing's biting on your armor, but, like, some of his teeth are getting through, like, the kinks of it. But he's, like, gnawing on leather. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to this other marrow and be like, where do you think you're going, little buddy? Advantage. And that's gonna be a... 20 to hit dirty though Ooh. yeah that hits 15 damage to it finish him drill finish him yeah i just go uh where do you think you're going little buddy and i like grab him by well i guess i can't because i have my sword right but i'll i'll fucking pierce him with the tip of the blade and then i'll just fling him into the giant tree that we're like right next to so this thing just i don't think you really understand how massive this giant slayer weapon is this thing is probably the width of him so if you're gonna impale him it's gonna pretty much cut him in half as you fling him uh <laughs> that's over. fine yeah, yeah so okay. i kebab his ass and then i just fucking fl <laughs> like onto the giant slayer and then i just like fling him into the tree but i want to do it into like the line of sight and of the other one so that he like knows that the other one didn't make it sure <laughs> as you fling him he lands on one of the tree's branches and uh through your giant gash that you left him and he slowly splits in half as he hit, drops to the water in front of the other one uh as this other marrow just kind of gazes at it and uh closes his eyes as he continues to try to gnaw on menace all right with that it's gonna go to menace's initiative menace rallied yeah inspired what are you gonna do you're right. I do have this. I do have this. <laughs> this would be a great him. time to communicate with animals. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hit the first attack with a 19. So that is eight damage. Finish him. Nice. I like kick him off with my hoof. Do like an uppercut slash with my axe. Right. And as he comes down, all my little creatures like swirl around in like a blender. And he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Go, ah, another point for me. <laughs> <laughs> Drell, I'm up by one. <laughs> <laughs> you are now out of combat as you slay these three marrow. That's six for me, five for Armos. You've only killed one thing this whole time, man. You need to... I I don't need to be in this this dick measuring contest. Well, I mean, it's not. We're not measuring dicks. We're just measuring. <laughs> the, and he's like scribbling awkwardly. It's not about dicks or anything. <laughs> So now the three of you are in this massive room, fresh out of combat, wiping this this lizard sea serpent blood off of your weapons. First thing I do is ask Drell for one of the drops of the forest. Uh, what drops? And I like, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was in a vial or something, right? Correct. But I have to drink from the vial, it sounds like. Gibbles gave you guys a roundish circular vial called the Drop of the Forest, and the water was so clear that if you weren't looking directly at it, you'd probably think it was empty. Uh, but the more you look at it, there's like a tiny whirlpool effect that happens inside the bottle as the water looks like it's constantly moving. Well, I guess since I first I have it, I'll actually no, I'll give it to Menace. I'll let him try it out first. <laughs> I was I gonna think, uh, take one and then give it to him, but I was like, no, I'll wait. let him do it first. So yeah, yeah sure. And I uh, t uh, like underhand toss it to him. I take one use, one sip of the four. As you bring this bottle to your to your cow-like lips, you take a sip. When you take a sip, 
you feel like you couldn't drink any more if you tried the littlest amount of water feels like you just chugged a giant pint of ale as your mouth becomes full of water and you, you drink it it goes into your belly and you can hear it swish you feel fully refreshed you feel awesome you feel like you can jump up and down you feel the benefits of a long rest Ooh. oh shit oh that's so good <laughs> you're not even thirsty you couldn't drink another drop i feel great oh man i'm like running around in a circle i feel amazing <laughs> wounds healed <laughs> they're all following you around <laughs> yeah i give the bottle back to drill yeah i was gonna say uh thanks and uh drill catches it and he drinks it as well you feel the benefits of a long rest as you are filled with this cool refreshing water Armos, you want in on this? This is this is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I just I love that I'm exhausted from swimming, and I'm gonna drink this water, and it's gonna make me unexhausted from swimming. That's <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There's some irony there. I don't know, but I drink it. I drink it right away. <laughs> like a cool power drink, you feel cool, refreshed, and you feel your bones revitalize, your lungs no longer filled with water, and just a little more drier. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> in front of you is this giant massive tree that is going from the ground on this uh, large black uh, stone type pedestal and the tree roots directly through the cave ceiling and all along the walls you see the roots weaving in and out of cracks and as you look around even in the water as you step because you're still stepping on roots all the roots look like they point towards this tree does the tree have any sort of platform or doorway in the tree or is it just like a giant tree so on the front of it you do see on the black pedestal that it rests on looks like there is steps that lead to the tree when you guys investigate it it is very apparent that there is a hole there inside the hole of the tree there is a smaller like pedestal that looks like there should be an item in there but the hole is completely empty what's the shape Go ahead and make me an investigation check. Nat 20. That's what 19. Okay. Mm. So to give you more detail about this tree, the tree trunk looks like it's dying. Unlike the ones you've seen in the forest that are pretty much dead, the like dark brown and, and, and black, the tree has a gradient of colors from, from dark brown, like the trees you've seen outside, to a grayish pale at its roots here. Inside the hole looks like something should have been there a shard-like object should have been placed into this socket. When you look at the stone, now you being well-versed in all types of stone coming from the mountains, this this is obsidian. Obsidian. Sid, it's like you. <laughs> Can I look through my bag because I have three different shards at this point to see if any of them... So I have the blood shard, I have the azrite, and I have like a blue that blue gem from the well. When you take out the shards, so the blood shards are really small and it looks like it definitely wouldn't fit. They, none of them, they're not identical, but they definitely don't belong in this socket. The Azurite gem is just that. It's just like a raw mineral. There's nothing magical about it. When you have the other unknown gem that you weren't sure what it was, you haven't looked at this thing in a very long time. You have progressed mentally since you last saw this item. When you look at this item, you feel a burning sensation in your hands and the tome. Remember when flashback to the dream, you had that tome and it had the gem in it. 
the gem in the tome now has the eye again as it glares at the blue gem that you were holding what <laughs> but the, the shape of the gem by the way is not a shard it's actually more of like a rectangle like perfect cut gem oh okay it is about like but it like it takes kind of like two hands to hold it's not heavy but it is bigger that my book is looking at that gem like intently correct you've have not seen the eye from your dream from your nightmare until now this is the first time it has revealed itself and it is Do we notice this? pointed at it go ahead and give me a perception check yeah. It's his book. He keeps his book like on his person. 14. <laughs> and a four. Where is your book, Armos? Where do you keep it? Kind of like uh it's kind of like a, a satchel, like around my around my thing. I got like oh, a little Oh yeah. I feel like a like a, a rope situation or Okay. So they so 14 would notice this. Just to refresh some of the listeners, uh Armos is a pact of the tome warlock. So when he became level three, he had a visage where he got this tome, and in his visage, this Buck had a gem in it. Inside the gem was an eyeball. When he woke up, the eyeball was no longer there. This is the first time the eyeball is now reappearing and staring at the gem with its bloodshot demon-like eye. Reginald takes notice and he is they're like looking back and forth. And he is kind of shocked as he sees this eye. And that's where we're gonna end this week's session. Totally when we played and not in post recording. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is all natural, right? Armos and Jarrell. Oh yeah, totally. You're yeah, so rad yeah, as yeah, dear totally, mom. Exactly. Can... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's so great. Oh, I love the DM. He's so awesome. <laughs> no, so we're uh, we're actually ending the episode here. This isn't where it was supposed to end initially, but if we ended it where it was supposed to end, like we thought it was going to end. And this would have been uh, two and a half hours to three hours long. It's just, I I don't even like to sit there and listen to chody episodes too like that. Beefy. Exactly. Too much beef. So we're ending it here and we're going to do a new little social segment right here and now. Take it away, Tony. Uh, yeah. Well, you check out the socials. <laughs> Woo! All right. Listen, you know, you got a lot of socials. People hopping in the Discord. Lots of people hopping in the Discord. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, we're literally recording this end card like two days before the episode comes out and we got a whole bunch of people that just joined the discord and started talking and sharing some of their favorite moments and makes my day you know what free shout out free shout out alric been awesome talking with you glad to have a new friend free shout out don't even have to pay for that shit i think he already does pay for it actually <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, he is a city college alumni so technically actually, he did, uh pay for a shout out but you know he's a great guy aka eyepatch is his actual username that's how i that's oh, how we used to know him yeah you know we got some other cool people in there like we got dragon lords he's a really long name i'm not gonna say his full name because i just don't remember off the top of my head but it's like dragon lords dragon balls balls of dragons yeah he's <laughs> cool peeps all around cool peeps all around you know we're getting a lot of positive feedback so i mean warms my heart makes us feel great we're starting some amazing new things coming up. The Twitch is going to be insane. So Twitch streams are going to be starting the 23rd, and we already have some really cool guests signed up. Our, I don't mean to brag, but I'm really happy with the frames and the design of the stream. It's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. We're trying to work out like some really cool stream mechanics and to uh, work out some processes to get like everyone involved once we grow on Twitch a little bit so we can have people who watch us affect the streams. So just to give you a little insight um, on how they're going to work is that the what we're going to live stream are going to be one-shot adventures 
that take place in the world of Humbrea, but do not affect the main story of what you guys are listening to now. They're literally side quests, if you will. Um, so every week is gonna might have um, different characters. Um, they're gonna be deadly encounters. You know, funny. The the characters are gonna run into some quirky stuff. Uh, it's gonna be just mainly just gonna be a fun time all around while throwing some deadly monsters at these guys, make them explore uh, D and D character races and character classes and stuff like so that. You're saying well. my Simic hybrid monk is a go? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we're going to have some cool guests. They're going to jump in, so they're going to play with us. Um, the first episode is just going to be the original cast, and then following, we'll we'll have some great guests, and we'll announce that as we go. So February 23rd. And there might be opportunities for patrons to play, possibly. So yes. stay tuned. Yes, possibly. We're, we're, we're ironing out those details. Listen, we wish we could play with everybody, but you know, you know how it is. Once you open those doors, everybody wants to play. And we want to play with everybody. We just got to figure out how to do it. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Huh? What was that? You know what I'm saying, Dan? Sorry, I'm designing about 50 characters for this Twitch stream, so I'm a little busy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for tuning in. Sorry, not sorry. We're ending it here. I just think this is a better pace, and it's going to make the series flow better as a whole. So Yeah. Listen, we all love girthy three-hour mm. episodes, but this is not the episode to yeah. do it on, although some <laughs> great stuff happens in between the two. But yeah, we're no strangers to weird end cards, so we're going to end it here, and we're going to move on to Humbray's Heroes. So we'll see you next week. Awesome. Bye-bye. Check out the Discord. And now it's time for Humbray's Heroes. First up, legendary glassblower Man with Glass returns to South Trillis from the Heartland with new exotic glass vases, and he's running a special deal on them. Buy one at double the price, get the second one free. That's a hell of a deal if you ask me. Next up, we got Pascal, aka Chalkroll Darts. Not only the official artist of D&D 404, but a wild magic artist that sculpts the landscapes to her image. Legend has it she painted a few extra mountains next to Minus' home to give him a few more friends. Legendary basket weaver Joshua sent me some fan mail recently. Bag of devouring. I can't thank him enough because now when I say something ain't my homework, I'm not lying. The bag of devouring is seen as a cursed item, but I see it for what it really is, hungry. Thanks, Joshua. Lastly, we have Artemis. Artemis is a lone fighter class who wanders the lands of South Trillis, breaking those Nico Nico kneecaps of giants that cross their path. Their words, not mine. Fun fact, I'm secretly scared of people who have anime profile pics. Please, please, please don't hurt me. And that's it for Humbrae is Heroes. Thank you so much for the support and the love. We really, we really can't thank you enough. And if you're interested in becoming next Humbrae is Heroes, go ahead and check us out on the Patreon backslash D&D 404, or just go ahead and click the link down below. I'm sure we got it there. I'm almost positive we got it there. But uh, anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye!